Hey, my name is Lexi. I am a multi-talented artist and music producer based in Atlanta, Georgia. If you're wanting to write, record, and develop your music and sound, come book with me by following me on social media at LexiATL, emailing me at LexiSolo at gmail.com, texting me at 404-692-1299, or going to my website at www.LexiATL. Right now, you're tuned into my podcast, Lex Chat, a show dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL to be part of the conversation or catch the replays on Mondays at 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Wherever you're watching or listening, please like, subscribe, and follow and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, where you can make a monthly page. Ooh, you can make a monthly pledge. Aha, messed up and I got a little script. Anyway. Every bit of support truly does help me to be able to create more valuable content for you. Now, what are we talking about on Lex Chat? This week on Lex Chat, I left it up to the live audience. So whoever was tuned in to Lex Chat live on Instagram, I am currently live. Um, it is Saturday, April 1st. It's about 1.30 in the afternoon. Again, I have missed the usual Wednesday for recording because I'm still on set shooting a movie on the sound mixer on the movie. So I apologize to anyone who is used to the Wednesday night routine, but please bear with me. Anywho, Lex Chat today is all about what the audience wants to talk about. And we got a few topics in already. Shout out to School Money, who wants me to uh, give my thoughts on Trump's indictment dealing with Stormy Daniels. I believe that's her name. Is that her name? Anyway, and the new currency in BRICS, basically the U.S. dollar becoming obsolete and getting into AI and production. Are they taking over the music industry as well as a few other fun topics? Let's see what other things the live audience requests. But if this sounds like something you would be interested in tuning in on, then keep your eyes and your ears locked on LexChat. Good news, everyone. I am releasing a new album and the release is set for July 2023. To get some buzz generated about it, I will be previewing pieces of the songs on my podcast, Lex Chat, through the release date of the album. Here is a preview from one of the songs called We Outside, It's a Good Day. Let me know what you think. That is just such a fun, feel-good type of record. And I got a special guest on there for y'all. But you got to stay tuned for when the album drops, okay? Before we kick off this show for Lex Chat, I want to give a shout-out to my patrons who are the sponsors, really. So shout-out to my patrons, Mr. Flat Shoals, and my newest patron to join the pack. I still need a cute name for the people who 
like become supporters. But the latest patron, Alton Thomas. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for supporting me. I truly appreciate it. And I hope to keep giving y'all valuable content. And thank you so much for your support. It just, it really helps me to be able to be creative and to continue putting out stuff that you like to see from me. So thank you guys so much. If anyone out there is listening, if you would like to become a patron as well, follow in the footsteps of Mr. Flat Shoals and Alton Thomas, then consider becoming a patron of mine. You get perks like early access to content, automatic entry into giveaways, and you get shout outs on Lex Chat. So if you would like to do that, and you just want to support, go to patreon.com slash LexiATL. If you are a business and you would like to become a sponsor of LexChat and advertise your services or products, you can contact me through Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Send me an email at LexiSolo at gmail.com or send me a text to 404-692-1299. Thank you to all of my patrons and sponsors. Let's get into the announcements. So y'all did hear a little snippet of one of the songs from the upcoming album called We Outside, It's a Good Day. Phase one is sending out these email blasts, letting y'all know what the songs are about, what the inspirations were behind the music and behind the vocal stylings that I decided to use for each of these songs. If you are not subscribed to my email list and you are interested in reading about the backstory behind the music, then please, please, please to subscribe to my email list, you go to LexiATL.com. That's www.LexiATL.com. As soon as you get on the page, a little pop-up box is going to come in the bottom right-hand corner and it's going to say email subscribe get exclusive let me see is it going to do it get exclusive updates email address subscribe so yes if you would like to get those um, updates on what the music is about then consider subscribing to my email list and again each week um, I will be sending out different things letting y'all know like hey here's a song here's what it's about here's a story behind it this is how it came to be what it is and what it's going to be on the album all right so yeah and then I'll be sending out to different blogs and things if there are any blogs that y'all know of that I could send it to then please let me know or Actually, the website has these things like ahead of time. So really, if you pay attention to the website as well, you can see these different um, little promos that I'm doing. I like little press pages. And if you want to go ahead and submit that for Lexi, then Lexi will be greatly appreciable. Wow. What am I saying? I will be filled with so much gratitude. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So yeah. And then the next level after this, you know, after I got the written press out, I'm going to start giving y'all teasers like I'm doing on Lex Chat with the quick little 30 to 45 second previews of what the songs sound like. Get your, you know, ideas on that. Get your thoughts on that. Let me know how y'all are feeling the little snippets and that would be great. And then, you know, we'll move on to the video and I'll decide the single and all of that. So yeah. If y'all want to be involved, like I said, subscribe to my email newsletter at LexiATL.com. All right. Next up, I want to tell y'all about some merchandise that I have. And OMG, I just realized that once again, I ain't got no background music on this. So let me just get my life together a little bit real quick. And boom, I just added some background music. (laughs) There we go. 
There we go. All right. So yeah, I got merchandise on my website at LexiATL.com. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. We got the hats, hashtag winner, sun visors. Spring is right around the corner. I know winter has kind of been playing with it. Uh, They're fighting for a spot right now. But spring is here and the sun is shining brightly. So, you know, it has the top out. So if you're a girl and you got braids, you got a hairstyle that, you know, needs to jut out, then the top is open and it's going to protect your eyes from the sun. I also have hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands as like an affirmation. Every time you look down at your wrist, you're reminded that, hey, I'm a winner. I'm a keeper. I also have lighters with built in bottle openers. So. If you smoking, if you drinking, Lexi got you covered. And I have Lexi posters. I have the cute pink artistic ones and the sexy red, sexy Lexi posters. So if any of those things sound interesting to you, then head on over to my website, LexiATL.com. And uh, you can find those things under the shop tab. Okay. Greatly appreciate y'all support on that. Next up, I want to let y'all know about a show I have coming up. I believe it's on May 10th. For some reason, I did not finish putting in the information on my show docket. That is crazy. But yes, the show is Down and Dirty. I will be featured on season three of the Artist Showcase. All right. That's going to be taking place on May 10th at 901 Donald Lee Hollowell in Atlanta, Georgia, zip code 30318. The show is going to be from 8 to 1030. I'm going to be doing, I think, 10 minutes worth of songs. I have to check the information again. But yeah. If you would like tickets, then go to my website and you can check out. Uh, I'm going to update it today with all of the show information. But again, the show is May 10th. And uh, let me know, you know, let me know if you want to come. I believe the tickets are going to be like 15 to 20 bucks a pop. But I will be doing a giveaway to give those tickets out as well as some other prizes in preparation for that. So, yeah. That is May 10th, okay? Down and Dirty Artist Showcase. Myself, along with a few other artists. That's May 10th. Put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar, all right? So now School Money says, I want to support, but the way my bank account's set up, I totally understand, all right? I definitely, definitely understand that struggle. Um, But, you know, if you want to support me in other ways, then you can do so by participating in the giveaways giveaway is going to be you know i will do a cash prize or i haven't gotten into the big ticket giveaways yet like photo shoots or helping you to get your business license or um your incorporation so becoming an official llc stuff like that or just investing in promotion for you but you can be supportive by participating in the giveaways. Now the giveaway is going to be something that is tied to, you know, you got to promote Lexi in some way. So like share this post or share comment under this. My giveaways have been so simple. Like this post, comment a specific thing underneath this post. And then if you want extra entries, then (laughs) share it on your stories daily for daily, um, what do you call it? Share it on your stories daily so you can get um, daily entries, daily extra entries, and then become like subscribe to something for extra 10 entries or 
pre-save for an extra 10 entries, you know, stuff like that. So they're super easy and they don't require any money. They just require a little bit of your time and you lending your timeline, your, your page, your platform to me. So that's how you can support, participate in the giveaways. Unfortunately, I did not do any giveaways in March because I did not make as much money as I wanted to have. I did have enough. It's just, I didn't plan properly the finances. I was planning on um, doing a show and hiring a guitar player and that ate up whatever money I was gonna be using for a giveaway in March. But I will be, I think I'm gonna go back to doing weekly giveaways. I think that would be a lot of fun. So just make sure you're paying attention to my page and I will be ringing up on the giveaways. I think right now cash prize or gift cards will be the best. I'm gonna do cash prizes because gift cards actually cost too much. But um, yeah. I will be doing cash prizes and it's gonna be linked in with this album giveaway, okay? So just stay tuned for that. Alrighty, let's go ahead and get into the hot take. You could tell from the hot take music. And uh, at first I thought this was kind of silly, but no, I'm actually very serious about this hot take today. Today's hot take is artists, stop coming to your shows dressed in all black stop coming to your shows dressed in all black i'm sick of it i hate to see it it's boring literally all of you are doing it especially women and men alike everybody is coming new artists y'all are coming to these shows dressed in all black and it irritates me here's why all black you may think you look cool you may think you styling, you might think you keeping a low profile, but you are an artist. You are an entertainer. You are supposed to be seen. If you're wearing all black, you are blending in and nobody is checking for you. As an artist, part of being an artist is standing out and showing people that you have some sort of star quality. You have some sort of it factor. And even if you may not have that it factor, if you don't display that yet, because maybe you're a new artist and you haven't quite found that inner shine, this is where the phrase fake it till you make it should be applied, all right? When you walk into a show, you want to make a statement. You do not walk in in an all black outfit because then you look like everybody else. Even for the ladies or for guys too, because y'all have the shimmery stuff. You walking in with all black and then there's like silver shimmery emblems or something on your outfit. Okay, I guess, but that's still basic as hell in my opinion, all right? But it really irritates me when other artists come to a show dressed in all black because like I said, the point of being an artist, you kind of you kind of sign up to be front row, front and center to get all the attention. That's the reality of what we do as entertainers. The attention is on us. When the attention is on you, you're having to give people a reason to have that attention be held on you. So people are paying attention and they are continuously giving you attention. When you come to a show and you're dressed in all black, it's very boring and that's where those short attention spans kick in. 
You're not interesting to look at dressed in all black. And ladies, just because you show a little bit of skin and you dress in all black, that's not cute either. That's not doing anything different. You're doing, you're, you're not, you're just, it's just not different. You're not being different. You're not standing out. You're not being a showstopper. You're not presenting like a showstopping artist, okay? That's my beef with these newer artists. Stop coming to your shows dressed in all black and thinking that that's a cool thing to do. It's not. For guys, y'all are trying to look like, I sound really old, what I was about to say in my head. I'm not going to say it out loud. Y'all think that dressing in all black and acting like you got ops is cool. Acting like staying out of the way is the vibe. When you take on the job description of being an artist, of being an entertainer, like I said, the whole point is to be seen and to get attention. Otherwise, people are not buying your products. People are not coming to your shows. Nobody's spending money with you if you're not something different, if you're not something that stands out. So guys especially struggle with this because y'all try to look so cool when y'all walk into different venues and you end up having the opposite effect. When you come to a show, stop dressing in all black. You blend in with the environment. You're not standing out. That is the main point I want to drill into y'all's heads. Wear color. Have fashion. It doesn't even have to be crazy patterns because some of y'all dudes go too crazy with the patterns and sometimes it gets a little suspect. But if you do like some statement pants and you have a white shirt with some chains on, that is better than just walking into a spot and having on all black. You're not being cool. You're not. And if you got ops, honestly, why are you trying to bring so much if you oh my god here's another part of the conversation you say you got ops right why are you trying to be an artist if you somebody who indulges in that type of lifestyle then okay you should not want to be seen if you're trying to be an artist and you're engaged in that lifestyle you're in the wrong business you need to get a new job you need to find something else to do because if you want to be an artist but you want to stay out the way those things directly contradict because like I said, the whole point is for you to stand out and for people to know who you are and to become a household name and a brand. If you cannot do that, if you're not willing to do that for all of my fellas out there, you trying to you trying to run around and still have ops and you trying to get away from the ops. This is not the industry for you. That's why rap is so dangerous, because a lot of y'all be in the streets not understanding that being an artist puts a target on your back because you are front and center, the attention grabber. You are the star. Everybody knows you. So it doesn't really make sense for you to have ops then, does it? No, it doesn't. School Many says artists want to be street and commercial at the same time. Oh, we on the same page. We are on the same page. I'm sick of it. It's irritating. All right. It's irritating. You cannot be in the streets and abide by street rules and still be an artist. The two don't mix. And that's why a lot of y'all so-called favorite artists who are, you know, maybe underground. That's why they end up dead because y'all want to be street, but you also trying to be famous. It doesn't work like that. Pillow Jones says the extreme of that would be Chris Brown. He looks like a whole human rainbow on stage. Oh, yeah, he does with the platinum hair with the platinum hair or is it blonde now I don't know I don't keep up with Chris Brown I don't keep up with Chris Brown y'all can check previous uh content to understand why but yeah that's a pet peeve of mine 
if you're if you are a music artist and anytime you go to these shows i don't care if it's solid colors do not show up in all black trying to blend in the whole point of you doing this is to stand out and get the attention so if you're wearing all black you are not standing out you're being boring and you're not being cool add some color add some shine ladies we have more options I like to wear retro colors, neon colors. I like to wear pink. I like to wear red. I like to wear shimmery blues. Um, Just pink has really been my go-to lately. Pink and like yellows and reds have really been my colors. And the more sparkle, the better. If I don't have a lot of jewelry on, then I'll at least make sure that I have a couple of rings on each finger. I'll make sure I got a nice blingy necklace, some blingy um, earrings, or you know, the top or the shoes that I have on is gonna make some kind of statement with a neon color, with a shiny, with um, jewelry, you know what I mean? Like, but it's never all black. Because when I walk into the room, I want people to look at me and think, that must be somebody. Who is this? That's the point. So that's my hot take for today. Stop claiming you are artist, but every time you show up somewhere, you're dressed in all black. You don't look cool. You look boring. You look like everybody else. You want to be thirsty for attention. That's the point. That is the point. And for myself, I still have to work through it as well. I don't like the attention unless I'm on stage for real, but it's something that you got to accept if you're going to get into this industry, especially being the artist, the one who is in front of a camera. Give them something to look at. Give them a show. That's the point. And that's my hot take for today. What else does Pillow Jones say? It's fiery. Chris Brown's hair is fiery red at the moment. My exact point. But at least you can't say that he's not an artist. Oh, Chris Brown is definitely an artist. So yeah, that's my hot take. Now let's get into the Lex chat. Today we're getting into, um, I'll call it the people's choice. School Money so far has given the most, um, the most submissions for topics that we're getting into today. Some of those include Trump's indictment with the whole Stormy Daniels situation, the new currency in BRICS with the dollar becoming obsolete, AI, is it a tool or a problem? Will Memphis and Chicago rap replace Atlanta rap? And what is my favorite song from my upcoming album? So we're going to get into these topics right after these messages. Stay tuned. Alrighty, welcome to Lex Chat. We're gonna get into some random topics. And actually, let me keep my little timer out. What's up, Libby? Oh, have you always had that check? It's not blue, it's showing up as white. But okay, that means you verified. You should have been verified a long time ago. But the real ones know, the real ones know. So yeah, let's get into some of these topics. Um, The first one, that school money requested is that we get into Trump's arraignment slash indictment. Let me read up on this. 
because I've been hearing little murmurs about it, but I have not actually, I haven't actually like cared for real. So let's see, this is from CNN.com. It says Donald Trump has been indicted following an investigation into a hush money payment scheme. Here's what we know. Former President Donald Trump's indictment by a New York grand jury has thrust the nation into uncharted political, legal, and historical waters and raised a slew of questions about how the criminal case will unfold. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office has been investigating Trump in connection with his alleged role in a hush money payment scheme and cover-up involving adult film star Stormy Daniels that dates to the 2016 presidential election. Wow. Though the indictment, which has been filed under seal, has yet to be unveiled, Trump and his allies have already torn into Bragg and the grand jury's decision, blasting it as political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. What's the indictment for? Trump faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud in the indictment, CNN has reported. It remains under seal. The president, the former president, is expected to be arraigned in Manhattan Criminal Court next Tuesday by the timing of the appearance, but the timing of appearance remains fluid. Which charges are possibly at play? A target in the probe has been the payment made to Stormy Daniels and the Trump Organization's reimbursement to Cohen. According to court filings, when Cohen faced federal criminal charges, Trump Organization executives authorized payments to him, totaling $420,000 to cover his original $130,000 payment and tax liabilities and reward him with a bonus. The company noted the reimbursements as a legal expense in its internal books. Trump has denied knowledge of the payment. Hush money payments aren't illegal. Ahead of the indictment, prosecutors were weighing whether to charge Trump with falsifying the business records of the Trump organization for how it reflected the reimbursement of the payment to Cohen, who said he advanced the money to Daniels falsifying business records is a misdemeanor in New York. Yeah, so how do I feel about this? I honestly don't care. I mean, I've heard that he's the first former U.S. president to ever be brought up on criminal charges. So I bet he wasn't expecting to make history in this way. But um, honestly, oof, and this might be unpopular. Things weren't that bad under his presidency. Um, unless those were just the after effects of policies that Obama had put into place before Trump got into office that were finally, that we were finally seeing the results of, you know what I mean? But, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel, I didn't vote for Trump, but his presidency, nothing stuck out to me as impactful. You know what I mean? The only thing that helped me personally was when he took off the, there was a penalty that was um, applied to your taxes. If you did not have health care, then you had to pay like a $700 penalty or something. He took that penalty off so that people did not have to be penalized for not being able to afford health insurance. So that's about the only thing I could say about Trump. As far as this whole situation, it's it feels very much on brand for Trump, honestly. Um, he is, in my opinion, a master of confusion and he was successfully able to capitalize off of people's emotions 
to get to where he was in the presidential office and to garner like a huge following for himself. He basically has a loyal fan base of white supremacists and um, people who are willing to do crazy things like storm the Capitol. Uh, Although shouldn't y'all be showing up to the polls? I mean, nobody's disenfranchising y'all from voting how you want to vote. That's black people that they're doing that to. But, you know, he, he has a loyal fan base who are willing to do crazy things like that, you know, cause insurrection within the company, uh, within the country. I mean, the U.S. is a company, so that's not really a misspeak on my part. But, yeah, um, this allegation, this I'm sorry, this investigation, this indictment, it's very on brand for Trump. I mean, his businesses have failed. He's filed bankruptcies. Uh, His university was not successful. And he's made crazy comments about like S-H-I-T whole countries and, you know, grabbing women forcefully by their private parts. So, I mean, this is not surprising that he has some shady business that's been going on, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. What am I supposed to feel about this? I I don't really care. Pillow Jones says nothing is going to happen to Trump. He's too powerful. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I I don't feel like I have the power to do anything about this. So, you know, there it is. Um, The next topic that was requested by School Money is to talk about the new currency in BRICS. So let me look this up. BRICS is B-R-I-C-S. It's an acronym that started as BRIC in 2001, coined by Jim O'Neill, a Goldman Sachs economist for Brazil, China, India, and Russia. Later in 2010, South Africa was added to become BRICS. Goldman Sachs claimed that the global economy will be dominated by the four BRIC economies by 2050. What is BRICS and its purpose? The BRICS mechanism aims to promote peace, security development, and cooperation. So uh, School Money was asking this in regards to the dollar becoming obsolete. Here's what I have heard. I have not researched any of this, but what I have heard is that China and Russia are in bed together, basically, right? China and Russia are in bed together. And you know that China holds a lot of the debt. U.S. Own, owes a lot of money to China. So, you know, we're basically already owned by China. And over the years, China has silently been making global moves. Has it been silent or have we just not been paying attention? I don't know. But China has been making global moves. I first noticed it when I went back to Jamaica to visit family and there was a brand new highway system put into place which was funded by the Chinese government and from what I've heard from my family in Jamaica just like talks that I've overheard them saying China has bought a lot of land in Jamaica and it's become a big deal you know like people in Jamaica were very upset because it's like how can we let these foreigners come in and lay claim to our land and for what for a few dollars without understanding how serious it is to give up ownership of your land so i've heard things like that happening where you know china buying off pieces of 
Jamaica, and then they funded the entire highway system that was built out there, which is amazing. Jamaica needed that because it was, did they need it? I don't know, but it is very nice and it makes things more convenient. It's a, an easier way of traveling through Jamaica and it's a step in the right direction for building up their infrastructure because I hadn't been to Jamaica in over 10 years and it took forever to get around certain places because you got to go through all these little roads and sometimes bridges were flooding or just the roads not good and not in good condition and they're dirt roads and they're not maintained well. So that has been an upgrade in my opinion, just because I'm used to that standard of transportation. You know what I mean? And, you know, I've heard things about China. I don't know if they've gained ownership of lands in Africa, but they have communities that they've built in African countries. And I've heard that they are being racist towards the, you know, the Africans who originally dwelled in those lands and here the Chinese are as immigrants, but they're buying land and they're taking ownership and not treating African people properly in an African country. (laughs) So I've heard those things. And now couple that with China being in bed with Russia as far as partnership. And I've heard that this is all a plan to destabilize the current world power, which is the United States. And I think part of that was when I didn't realize that Russia, I think they said that Russia controls like a third of the world's oil production, which is something that the U.S. obviously still relies heavily on. So when Putin declared that war, but suddenly the U.S. is sending funds to Ukraine, which is in direct um, retaliation to Russia, right? So obviously we're not on Russia's side, but Russia controlling a third of the world's oil, that sucked for inflation and rising gas prices because, you know, there was a threat to that supply chain. The pandemic threatened a lot of supply chains and caused shortages and just disrupted the transportation of a lot of goods. And then we get Russia, um, who controls a third of the world's oil, going at war. And at any time they could retaliate against us by refusing to sell us that oil. I guess we get it from the Middle East. But like I said, I don't know a lot about this stuff, but... I've heard that a lot of countries are ticked off with the U.S. and how the U.S. has been handling certain things and feel like the U.S. is a bully. And so they are creating a new system where they don't have to trade in U.S. dollars anymore. And instead, they are choosing to trade, um, make things based off of an agreement between two countries. I think, was it Brazil and China? So instead of the bottom line being based off of the value of the U.S. dollar and making it difficult for these countries to meet that, now the Chinese, what is the Chinese currency? It's not yuan, is it? Chinese currency. Is it the yuan? The yuan. The Chinese yuan. And Brazil... Like they're trading in Chinese currency and basically they've come to an agreement of what the uh, conversion looks between the two, right? And what that means is people no longer need to need to rely on the power of the US dollar to trade between these different countries. And 
all the countries that the U.S. has pissed off over the years, if they enter into similar agreements, especially I've heard like with countries who are under sanction by the U.S. and things have been made very hard because they're not able to trade in that currency because of things like inflation and just, you know, not having access to, I guess, the capital or being able to um, reciprocate value of their currency compared to the U.S. currency, then entering into agreements with countries, you know, not based on the dollar standard is what's going to become the norm. And uh, I think it's very scary. I think the U.S. is slowly falling. Rome is finally falling. And um, I just really wish the U.S. would take care of our own first before we go into trying to be in everybody else's business i feel like that's been an issue for a while right and um we spend more money like we have the money that's the crazy thing but if we what is it like our military spending is like a third of the world's country's spending combined or something like that it might even be more but um america has the capacity to help ourselves but we don't, we continue to meddle in other affairs because we're distrustful. We've taken on the role of policing everybody else. Um, and we've stretched ourselves thin. So it sucks. I don't want to experience any hardship that this is going to bring should it continue in this way. But yeah, U.S. might be turned into a third world country. I don't know how the I don't know what to change or how to make it better. But um, I know most people around the world just want a peaceful existence. We will be made to suffer at the hands of our governments, at the hands of the governments around the world. People don't want war, and we don't want to fight. We don't want bloodshed, but. Those who are our leaders and in power, they will put us into situations that we don't want to be in. And uh, yeah, I don't really got nothing else on that because I don't know much about that situation, but that's my take on it. So now, next topic is artificial intelligence. Is it a tool or is it a problem? Will artificial intelligence take over? My thoughts on this. Oh, wait, I think I missed. No, no, I didn't miss any. I didn't miss any. It was just a question from Pillow Jones. Have you ever thought about doing PR or management for artists? I'm going to add that to my little roster. Okay. So the next thing is artificial intelligence, right? Will it take over? Is it a tool or is it a problem? I think artificial intelligence is definitely a tool that we could use to our benefit. However, the problem with people is we don't know when to stop when we're ahead. We don't know when to quit when we're ahead. And technology is created and they're designed to make things easier for us and yeah, make things less difficult for us and to do the heavy lifting or the automatic calculation of things that we've already put into motion, right? We use it as a replacement instead of, I don't wanna say enhancement, but it's a replacement instead of a tool. So we are continuously trying to make ourselves obsolete. Granted, 
if you talk to certain people, they would tell you that the human design is flawed and we have so many issues with our design. And there would be a lot of people pushing for more of a technological takeover of the world. But y'all are dumb for real. We're here, we're human. We're supposed to have dominion over the planet. Um, but unfortunately we're probably gonna, and you know, all the movies have been hinting at it for years. We're probably going to put ourselves in a position where we're not going, we're going to have to dismantle AI because it's too powerful and it can think way faster than we can. And it makes us obsolete in certain job roles, like the, the building of robots to take over industries like car manufacturing, right? It makes the mass production of cars so much quicker because humans are no longer the main source of labor and the robots are more precise and they can run 24 seven. If they break down, it's just a matter of getting them fixed, but they don't complain. They don't talk back. They just do the work, right? So we keep making ourselves obsolete in regards to artificial intelligence and music. I didn't realize that there were already a few AI artists in rotation. Um, what was that guy's name? YFN Mecca? Was that his name? YFN Mecca? Was that his name? No, FN Mecca. Why, why did I add YFN? FN Mecca. I didn't realize that there are multiple AI music artists out there. Google says FN Mecca is a fictional rapper avatar originally developed by Brandon Lee in 2019 as part of the company Factory New with Anthony Martini joining the project in early 2020 as co-founder. So yeah, um, apparently there are a bunch of AI artists out there who have already been in rotation and maybe that's why I have not been feeling the music for the past five to 10 years. I literally have not been able to connect to anything. Am I being a hater or is everything being too much reduced to a formula? So here's another topic for another day, right? A lot of people that I was working with, they are only interested in recreating a formula and that's cool to have guidelines, but when you're always only operating off of a formula, you take out the personalization and a lot of times you, you can take out the feeling of a song, the feeling of the creation of it, the feeling of the emotion that goes behind it. And there's, it becomes soulless because you're not trying to create anything that's going to connect with people. You're now just trying to create something that is going to give you a higher likelihood of producing X amount of sales, X amount of dollars. And it used to be so frustrating working with this person because it was we were creating the same song over and over and over again. And it was driving me crazy because everybody else would be like, oh my God, that's so hot. And I'm like, mm, we could do better but I look like the hater in that situation. You know, it's all right. A new way to talk about sex. Let's do the song is going to start with a hook. Then it's going to go into a verse hook. We're not even going to do a second verse. We're going to do a short little bridge thing and then go into the hook again. And the hook is going to be a pre hook situation. Then we're going to have a little chant and then we're going to go into the verse and every single song 
the hook was a little bit of talk, talk, talk. And then there's a chant in there and that like, it just made it very boring. So when it comes to the whole AI conversation, um, I think I posted, reposted a video from rap juggernaut. It was basically saying that, you know, don't worry about it. Just keep putting the feeling into it. Now, like I said, my fear is that we as humans, we continue to make ourselves obsolete and we think we're making things easier for ourselves, which we are, but there's no like code of ethics for when we should stop trying to make things easier because we need certain processes to stay traditional and we need certain processes to have the human element in it, right? So I think as long as we can put the feeling back into music, an AI can tell you what to write, an AI can tell you which chords will go together and it could probably, you know, produce a song and it can give you different, like you can give it different songs to study and create its own formula for what kind of production is going to give you the most success, right? But honestly, these rappers ain't got no issue sounding the same today. There's already not a lot of feeling in it these days. Um, I think as long as we remember to keep the human element because we are meant to connect with one another, if we can remember that as people, then AI won't matter. But part of it is trying to make things easier for ourselves and being lazy in the process that we're making ourselves obsolete and we're not involving ourselves in something like the construct of time, right? It is going to take time to create great things, but we're trying so hard to beat the clock that we're not allowing ourselves to enjoy the process of doing things. And that's why the AI conversation gets really scary, you know? So my timer has been gone out for that particular topic. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. The next one was will Memphis and Chicago rap replace Atlanta rap? Now, I don't listen to Memphis and Chicago rappers. I don't really listen to Atlanta rappers. But my immediate response to reading this was, God, I hope so. (laughs) And it's not me trying to be hateful or nothing. But honestly, actually, I don't think that's a good idea. Now I think about it. But my first reaction was, God, I hope so. And... Um, I think, I don't think it'll be a good thing for Atlanta rap to be replaced with Memphis and Chicago rap, because from what I've heard, right, if I'm comparing markets, Atlanta rap, Atlanta rap to me is like selling drugs and the trap and having sex with multiple women. You know what I'm saying? From what I understand about Chicago rappers and Memphis rappers, and maybe even rappers coming from Alabama, it's a lot of murder, kill, drill music. And I don't want that ish either. I can't stand where music, well, rap. I can't stand where rap is at right now. Um, I don't listen to these rappers. I don't listen to rap right now. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask about this. But I want both of them to be knocked off. 
I don't want either of them to prosper, honestly. But the murder kill drill music is taking over the trap music. If Atlanta got the trap, then these Chicago and Memphis markets got that drill, kill, destroy music, you know? Official Mr. Flat Show 74 says drill music is just gangster rap killing an ish. Yeah. But it, it's it's the content that's being discussed in the music that's the problem. Neither of them are beneficial genres of music or markets of music. That's the better way to say it because we're talking about different regions and what they're contributing and what they're talking about. Neither of them are talking about ish. Neither of them are talking about diddly squat. So I don't care. I don't want either of them to prosper. However, will Memphis and Chicago rap replace Atlanta rap? I think I think Atlanta is already being replaced um, because you do also have sounds from like Ice Spice, that whole drill type of stuff coming out. And uh, just the murder kill music, man. That's all I got for you on this topic. That's really all I got for you on this topic. <laughs> I don't listen to them. I hope both of them get ousted because I don't like either of them. They both suck and they make me feel depressed and sad. And it it devalues people's, not devalues, it demoralizes people and desensitizes people and devalues human life. That's what I was trying to get at. When you keep having music that's talking about how easy it is to spin the block and shoot on an op and do all of these violent things, you're preparing the mindsets of people. And then the labels have the resources to push these artists. And it's not that people actually like this music, although some of them probably definitely do, but it becomes a branding, a marketing, and a recognition type of campaign. The labels have the machines behind them to push this type of music and have people hear it so much to where they begin to recognize it and then they start thinking that they like it. So yeah, that's my take on that. I wanna get into the next topic cause I don't have much to say on that one. So the next one is, do you have a favorite song on your album? As of right now, for the upcoming album, let me see. My favorite song, It's You, really has a special place in my heart right now. There's It's You, just the part where options, Miranda, Make It Home, Strange Case, Real Love. It's You has a special place in my heart right now. It's just me big up in myself, praising myself. Um, on a side note, I'm very proud of myself for the way this press stuff is looking, like the individual mark press pages for the songs that I've been giving y'all once a week through my newsletter. They look really good. But right now, It's You is holding a special place in my heart because it's different from what I've been doing. And it's my, it's Lexi's version of tweets, oops, oh my. There goes my shirt up over my head. Oh my. Ooh. There goes my skirt dropping on my feet. Oh my. Yeah. So I try and I try. 
If Tweet has that, then this is my version of that song. It's called It's You. It's me giving props to myself. And it's a, it's really a song about self-love when you think about it. And I love me. And you should love yourself too. And I love you just because you exist. So yeah, not to get all mushy or whatever. But It's You is my favorite song from the album as of right now. Because it's so different from anything else that I've done. It's so different. I love it. Uh, Mr. Official Mr. Flash shows all the he's commenting on the previous topic of the Memphis and Chicago rap versus Atlanta rap. He says all the trap ATL rappers are old. The young N words don't sell it. They use it. Mm, that's another perspective. And that's another perspective. The young ones don't sell it. They use it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The young ones are all depressed and using the very drugs that have been sold to them. Well, they're supposed to be cutting it up and selling it themselves, but they ain't doing that, are they? Mm -mm. On to the next thing, right? Last topic I'm going to get into, and then we're going to wrap up this Lex chat. Have you ever thought about doing PR or management for artists? Uh, I've thought about it. I don't know that it's something I want to commit to because that would be building a whole new portion of business. And I don't feel like I've figured out how to be a successful music artist yet. I have ideas for myself, but you know, maybe I should try out my ideas with someone who has a bigger budget than I do. So in that regard, I could say, yes, I have thought about it. Like what if I got with an artist who had an investor behind them and they hired me on and entrusted me to help with like the marketing of this artist. And then that would be a way for me to test to see if all the theories I have for myself would actually work. And if the missing piece all along has really just been budget for me. So yeah, I thought about that, but on the same token, I don't want to give that much energy to somebody who isn't me. <laughs> and I don't want to give that much energy to somebody who's not um who's not trying to build me up because I've tried I've I've tried to build up so many people and they don't they don't return the favor, they don't return the gesture, you know? Um but I have definitely thought about doing PR and management for artists. I just I feel like I would be doing a disservice to myself if I chose to put all that energy into somebody else instead of me. Now, if the money was looking right, then I would still consider it and I would just have to figure out how to manage, you know, what I'm doing for myself versus what I'm doing for someone else. You know what I mean? So yeah, I've definitely thought about it. I just don't. It's an energy thing for me. I feel bad and I it kind of feels like I'm giving up on myself if I do that because the same energy that I give to somebody else, why am I not putting that in for me? Other than me not having the same budget as an artist who has an investor or is in a label situation, I would feel bad and it would depress me to a degree 
to have to give so much of myself to somebody who is not me knowing that I want to do what this person is doing. I could potentially turn into a hater. I could potentially, um, how do I say this? I'm afraid of becoming a hater. I'm afraid of becoming depressed. I'm afraid of becoming unhappy, putting that much energy into somebody who is not me, you know? So that's what I would say for that question. But thank you all so much for joining me on Lex Chat today. I hope you enjoyed all the different topics that we went through. And um, I do have maybe a week and a half left of filming on this movie set. So I'm sorry to anybody who has been feeling um, left out or like, you know, like I haven't been responding. I'm working 12 hour days, Monday through Friday, and I'm listening to stuff all day long. I don't feel like getting off of work and having to listen to somebody over the phone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I apologize. Please be patient with me. But, um, I still got like a week and a half left of filming and yeah, still got like a week and a half left of filming and then I'll, I'll get back into a little a little routine. I haven't even been working out for myself. That's been kind of sad. But the money's been great. I'm very blessed. So I can't complain too much. I am very blessed. I really am. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Thank y'all so much for joining me in Lex Chat today. Like I said, I really do hope that you have enjoyed the conversation. And um, I hope that you learned something or got a new perspective on something. Um, I talked about a couple things I didn't think I would address. Um, I kind of gave you a hard time about it earlier school money, but thank you for suggesting those two topics with Trump's indictment and BRICS, the, um, <laughs> the US dollar becoming potentially obsolete. So thank you for suggesting those. And thank you for the other topics of artificial intelligence taking over music. Will Memphis and Chicago rap replace Atlanta rap? What's my favorite song on my upcoming album? And have I thought about doing PR or management for artists? So thank you for, thank y'all for recommending those topics. Yeah, we're going to slide up out of this thing. Remember that you can catch these live chats on Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C. ATL, or if you can't catch the live chats when I go live on Instagram, you can always catch the replay of Lex Chat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Yes, 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 you can catch me on those things. Let me see. What am I trying to say here? So, yeah. Um, wherever you're listening or watching from, please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews. Again, if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, where you can make a monthly pledge. Every bit of support really does help. And, um, it helps me to be able to create more valuable content for you. That's right. That's right. Remember that um, I have a show coming Wednesday, May 10th with Abriel TV. It's the Down and Dirty Artist Showcase, which is Wednesday, May 10th. That's going to be at 901 Donald Lee Hollowell in Atlanta, Georgia, zip code 30318. 
tickets will be a thing. You got to buy tickets to attend. I'm going to update my website with this information so you can know how to get your tickets. I'm also going to be getting back into the giveaway thing. So make sure y'all please stay tuned with that. Check out my website for merchandise. Um, subscribe to my email list by going to LexiATL.com so you can get weekly updates on the album. And yeah, thank you so much for joining me for Lex Chat this week. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. Woke up in the kitchen, to make some breakfast. Something on my teeth just before I make my exit. I know today it would be a good day. Pick up my bag out the door, I'm on the way. Outside. We outside. Outside. We outside. Outside.